The U.S. Embassy in Moscow has warned all U.S. citizens to leave Russia immediately. And some are speculating that we're seeing an alien invasion, and others are saying that objects are from China. What in the world is going to happen next? And what is really going on in Ohio with the train derailment? All this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. I'm so happy that you've joined us today. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get into today's show, I do want to remind you all of what's happening with our arrangement with some folks in Turkey. As you know, um, this earthquake has occurred and there are a number of Jews displaced that we're connected to, specifically 10 families, and they're all elderly families. Some are in um, nursing home at this point. Some are in intensive care and they are uh, totally displaced. Everything was ruined that belonged to them and they are trying to have to start over in life. And so we've talked to the Jewish agency who we've had a long relationship with and they have told us that in order to help these families get reestablished that they need about $150,000 in order to help these Jews in Turkey get reestablished. Some are coming to Israel, some are uh, reestablishing in other parts of Turkey. But nonetheless, they need about $150,000 in order to do this. And so we told them that we would share it with our partners and whatever the Lord laid on your hearts, we are confident that you will obey the Spirit and give to it as you uh, feel led to. So you can go to endtime.com slash turkey to contribute to help um, the Jews there in Turkey that are trying to get reestablished. Now we also are directly connected with some Christian missionaries. Now this um, is particularly important because there is a hostility in Turkey if you are a Christian missionary. They might not advertise it, but we have friends who have been there personally, and um, they literally have had police knock on their door in the middle of church services that are undercover, and ha they have to essentially act like they're not having services. They are not allowed to convert people to Christianity as it's a very Muslim-controlled country. And so these uh, Christian missionaries that are there undercover they have also been entirely displaced. Um, one of them found their parents under rubble, literally dug their own parents out, and I think it's his mother that is in intensive care. Nonetheless, they have also lost everything, and so we're trying to raise an additional $150,000 to go help these Christian missionaries that have listened to the call of God, uh, gave up their life in the United States to follow the, the plan that God had for their life. And so... Uh, now they need some help, and so we are not only praying with them, but we are putting some action behind it, and we intend to raise $150,000 for them as well. The same link will go to helping them, endtime.com slash turkey, and there, when you donate, it will go to these Jews and these Christians that are in Turkey that have been directly impacted by this earthquake, and it's going to help them get reestablished there in Turkey or elsewhere. So... Please do that today. Ask the Lord what, what he might want you to give towards that, endtime.com slash turkey. I guess, of course, you can also call 800-END-TIME and uh, give over the phone if you would like. Now, Doug, there's a big story going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I sent you this video. I think you were already asleep, actually, when I <laughs> came across so. it. Yes. 
Um, U.S. tells citizens to leave Russia immediately. Mm -hmm. Is this something to be alarmed about, or is it just some normal thing that occurs? I don't, I don't uh, know that I've heard this happen very many times. Well, I mean, normally when we see things like this happen, it's because the area is unstable, or they're thinking, you know, it's about to be. And so, I, you know, it is concerning when, whenever our State Department tells Americans to leave another country, it's for a good reason. It's not just because, you know, well, we're not friends with them right now. We don't like them very much, so you guys come back. It's not that way. It's like uh, your lives could be in danger. Your lives could be greatly affected by this. And so, uh, yeah, it's kind of a big deal, uh, you know, coming out just yesterday that this happened. So it makes you wonder, okay, so what's going on? Are, are things getting ready to ramp up uh, even more? in the Ukraine with Russia. Um, are we going to engage Russia? You know, what's going to happen? It's kind of those kind of questions. Now, there are things in the article that kind of answer some of those questions, so I guess we'll figure it out as we move through this, but uh, it is concerning. I would think if you're in that area, even uh, if you are have dual citizenship, they're telling you, get out of Russia. Or if you're traveling. Yeah. It literally says from the embassy, U.S. citizens residing or traveling in Russia should depart immediately. Exercise increased caution due to the risk of wrongful detentions. Mm -hmm. Now, we'll get into that, but we got a video clip that we want to get to right out of the gate here. So, are we ready to go to that? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right, let's do it. As Russian forces begin their new offensive against Ukraine, the U.S. government issuing a top-level advisory today urging American citizens in Russia to leave immediately. Washington correspondent Kelly, Kelly Meyer is live. So Kelly, why would any Americans still be in Russia at this point? Well, Nicole, there could still be some working there or dual citizens with family in Russia, but there's a concern for those dual citizens that they could be forced to join Russia in its fight against Ukraine. And I pressed the Pentagon or the State Department on this threat today. The U.S. Embassy in Moscow telling American citizens still in the country to get out or risk being forced to the front lines of war. In a new notice, the U.S. Embassy is warning Americans not to travel to Russia due to unpredictable consequences of Russia's assault on Ukraine and urging those there to depart immediately over concerns they could be harassed or singled out by the Kremlin. Alexander Moresco, who heads the Foreign Affairs Committee in Ukraine's parliament, says Putin will stop at nothing and Americans should get out now. Otherwise, they might turn into hostages to Putin regime, and it's very dangerous. The U.S. Embassy now warning dual citizens Moscow may refuse to acknowledge their U.S. citizenship and subject them to mobilization, prevent their departure from Russia, or force them to serve in the Russian military. News Nation pressed the State Department on that today. How real is the threat of them being drafted or forced to serve in the Russian army? Well, again, it's going to be based on the individual, but uh, it is a concern we have. With the deadly war raging for nearly a year, it may be a surprise to some that there are still Americans in Russia. Though the State Department doesn't keep track of the exact number of Americans living abroad, there could still be Americans working in Russia, former and current U.S. government and military personnel living there, and those volunteering for organizations, including religious ones. The U.S. warning American citizens in Russia engaged in religious activities have had questionable investigations opened against them. There are also several American companies still operating in Russia, from Hilton Hotels to TGI Fridays. 
And because of the ongoing invasion, the embassy says the U.S. is, quote, severely limited in its ability to help American citizens in Russia. And it may be difficult for Americans to leave as the situation worsens. Nicole. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kelly. So uh, we're going to have to dive into this, Doug. We're coming up on a break as the yeah. music can hear, uh, as we can hear the music coming in. But pretty interesting stuff happening there. We'll talk about this and more on the other side of the break. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after this break. understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. Time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the end of the age television and radio programs is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We showed you a video clip before the break of the um, uh, what's happening with the U.S. telling citizens to leave Russia immediately. If you live there, if you're traveling there, leave immediately is what they said yesterday. We're going to look into more what that is about. But first, I want to remind you what's happening with um, our connections in Turkey. We are connected to a Jewish community in Turkey and a Christian community in Turkey. We're trying to raise money to help them get recovered from the damage that has occurred um, from the earthquake. And uh, you can go to endtime.com slash turkey. We've got a lot of information there for both communities and how you can help. Uh, we're trying to raise a total of $300,000 towards that. These people have lost everything and we are just trying to help get them back on their feet. And this will be a small token that will go towards that once it's divided up amongst all of them. 
And so if you can help with that, if the Lord uh, lays it on your heart to give towards this campaign, please go to endtime.com slash turkey or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Again, more information at endtime.com slash turkey. Also want to remind you that in a few months, we will be traveling to Israel, taking a tour. Dave and Jana and Doug and Tina are going to this tour. So it's going to be a great time there in Israel. I think it's Israel only. Is that accurate, Doug? That's correct. All right. So they will be traveling through Israel along with you. Like I've told you before, they aren't in some special limo or on a helicopter or uh, traveling alone. They are in the bus with you looking at all the sites, and they even provide commentary on that bus and a microphone so that you can hear what you're driving by, and a lot of it comes at a, from a prophetic perspective. So it's a very special trip. You definitely don't want to miss it. Every night you're going to have dinner with Dave and Jana and Doug and Tina, and there's a session where um, Dave will talk about something specifically, maybe teach on the topic that you guys visited that day. And so it's a really intimate setting, and it's a very great time. It's a, it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip that you definitely need to take. So go to endtime.com slash tour to learn more about that. Or again, you can call 800-END-TIME, ask for Jana or Brittany. They can help you out with that. There's only like 30 spots left the last time I heard. So um, if you are wanting to go, you need to reserve your spot today before they are gone. All right, Doug, back to this story. It's super important. I hate to take time away from it, but there's some stuff that we've got to share with people um, in regards to what's coming up. But this, this um, U.S. Embassy in Moscow telling everyone to get out of there that's a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Now, they're saying that it's, um, they don't mention potential war. They don't mention anything other than you might be detained. And in that video we heard that they might try to, uh, I guess, get you to be in the Russian army. Is that Re- what they're alluding to? Recruit people into the army. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So, you know, I mean, a little bit of, of what's going on over there. Vince, it, it could be because of some of the information that's been leaked out over here. I mean, uh, a few months ago, we talked about the pipeline being destroyed and uh, showed video footage where Biden promised that if they invaded uh, into the Ukraine, that that pipeline would be destroyed. And then uh, also uh, one of our um, ladies that's in our defense also made that same comment. Well, there's been some leaked information that we are the ones that are responsible for that. So some people say that's an act of war in itself. That does the Bible tell us? That <clears throat> the Bible is, is tells this, us there's a war coming. But was that pipeline uh, prophesied in the Bible? No, that wasn't there. Okay. But, uh, you know, if it but is... there is it, a war coming. I don't know what pipeline is in Hebrew, but, you know... <laughs> we'll have to go look. <laughs> I guess. But there is a war coming. Revelation uh, chapter 9, 13 through 22 tells us that there's going to be a war that's going to kill one-third of mankind. It's going to, uh, you know, come from the region of the Euphrates River area. Uh, But even though this is not a region of the Euphrates River area, this is one of the nations that we know is going to be involved in the end-time battle of the Battle of Armageddon. So we know Russia won't be wiped out. Uh, they're going to be one of the leading forces that come down against Israel. And so we, we, we have lessons on this very topic where absolutely. Russia is part of that one world government system mm-hmm. and they come against Israel. We're not going to take the time to get into all that today because we have so much more to talk about. Right. But you can go to watch.endtime.com and search for Russia or uh, one world government or something along those lines. And you are going to find information about why Russia is part of that one world 
government system. But again, we won't be able to dive into that today because there's so much more to talk about here. Uh, I, I do want to tell you that this information is very important, as you can tell. So stop what you're doing and hit share on the video if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube. When you share this video, it gets in front of your friends and family and helps get this message out a lot. So we appreciate it so much. When you pause for just a second and hit share, when you comment, it helps a lot. And when you give us the heart icon, it helps a lot as well. So please do that now. That way your friends and family can hear about what is coming according to the Bible. Now, it's not... Um, this prophecy about this war that's coming. Mm -hmm. I wanted to pause on that. Third of mankind is what the Bible says. Right. So today, I mean, we're talking over 2 billion people. Mm -hmm. That is, I mean, in this earthquake in Turkey, for, for instance, 36,000 people, and it's a crisis, and people yeah. are coming from all around the world to help with this. Mm -hmm. 2 billion people. I mean, could this happen overnight? Is it over years? How, how is that? Or do we well, even know? I mean, Vince, look, look at what's happened with just a, a seven point whatever earthquake this was in Turkey. The way things are built, they're unstable and uh, not built to withstand an earthquake that size. Think of a nuclear exchange in that area uh, or in other areas. You think of China. You think if something was to happen and we started a war or, or got involved in a war with China and nuclear bombs went off in China and the way everybody is kind of just built in cities that are just built right on top of each other and what devastation that could, could do and the population in Pakistan and places like that where this stuff could take place and we could see, you know, devastation and see it happen very quickly. The Bible says that a third of mankind is killed by the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone. Uh, you know, it looks a lot like what that image is yeah, behind you. behind us. That's what I was alluding to. Look at that. And, and you can see that these are, uh, you know, they're weapons of war. And that's what we believe that scripture is talking about. But the other thing, the other side to this, even though Russia is not in, the, in that... Uh, area of the Euphrates River, the thing is, is that we know, like you alluded to earlier, that Russia will be uh, in that one world beast. Well, right now, Russia is not lining up with that one world government. And so this could, if, if war did result, if we did see this war happen, it could be a regime change that happens in Russia. And then they come back into the fold of that one world government, uh, the way we see in Revelation chapter 13, 1 and 2. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen. Uh, we're not saying that this is uh, the start of a war or anything. We just want to let people know what they've said. And, and you know, people should be a little uh, alarmed by this and keep an eye on it. We'll just keep an eye on it with you and see what develops there. So we aren't announcing that World War III has begun because of this announcement. Right. There's obviously a conflict with Ukraine and Russia. That's been going on for almost a year, as we know. Mm -hmm. And now we're telling people in Russia to get out if you're a U.S. citizen. Um, so from what you just explained in that prophecy, none of this sounds like this, this World War III, the Sixth Trumpet War. Right. So we, we can't say that it's that yet. Right. But I guess there's potential that it could lead to that. It could, yeah, because we've got the NATO forces that are helping the Ukraine, and there's several different countries that are involved in that. And so we're just going to have to watch that situation and see what develops there and keep our eyes on it. We know what Scripture says, so we know there's a war coming. So that's why we talk about it, and that's why things like this catch our attention. Can you remind me what the, the nations are that um, are along the Euphrates River? It is, um, it's Turkey, it's uh, Iraq, it's Iran, 
and it's Syria. So those, those countries are right there, and that's where a lot of the crises have been going on there uh, for quite a while now. I mean, there's been unrest in the Middle East for, for quite some time. And, uh, you know, just because this earthquake's happened in Turkey and we see everybody kind of coming together there right now, it doesn't mean that after all this is, is cleared away that there's not going to be still, still turmoil going on there. And, I mean, with a regime like is, is running Iran right now, I mean, I can see them trying to get their tentacles into any place that they can and try to gain some control and power. So um, that's another thing that we're just going to have to watch in that area. So we'll just see what happens. All right. Well, if you uh, didn't get to see the clip that we shared, you'll have to wait until the archive and uh, go back and watch that. Uh, it's very informative. Now, Doug, some people in the chat are asking about America and whether or not they will be part of that one world government system. I know we don't want to take time to go off into that entirely today. Uh, well, unless, unless you want to. But. <laughs> well, we really don't have time today, but I will just tell you that from what we see in Scripture, we are helping Israel. And you can find that in Revelation 12, 14, where it talks about the wings of the eagle uh, helping the woman uh, to be nourished for time, times, and dividing with time. That is the time of the great tribulation. And so in order for us to do that, during the time when the mark's going to be given out and uh, the Antichrist is going to be in control, if, uh, if that is what the Scripture is talking about, then we are right there with Israel. We believe that's what that Scripture is saying. We're the only country that has uh, a military force in uh, Jerusalem alongside Israel. And so, um, yeah, we, we believe that we will not be part of that one world government because if we were, we wouldn't be able to help Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. So the same thing is true on that topic as well. You can go to watch.endtime.com or search End Time Plus for in all the major app stores and you can watch our videos on End Time Plus. There's many that are available for free. There are some that are behind the subscriber wall. So be sure to do that. You can search United States or America, anything like that, and you'll get some uh, probably hundreds of hours of options for you to choose from on that very topic. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Doug, let's go to the phones now. Gene is listening in Texas. Gene, welcome to End Time. Hi, Doug. Hi, hi Vince. Hey, Gene. Hey, Gene. Hey, um, I just want to get right to my point. I hope you all are doing well. I, you guys are talking about the war in Ukraine, and you know we're talking about the, the you know, the beast. Uh, I just want to make mention, and I said this before to Dave. You know, I, I guess my understanding, you know, is is that you know they we talk about the Nord Stream pipeline blowing up, and we talk about you know how that was. Uh, I want to put a, a very valid point in, in my perspective. It, you know, we talk about being the feet of the bear. Well, what helps a country move? Well, that's like good services trade. Well, you know, from my understanding, you know, that would mean that, that energy would be a big part of, you know, of what, what you know, helps the country move. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I, you know, you guys are, you know, is that prophetic in a sense? Well, Maybe, maybe, just from, from my understanding. I, I, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, Gene, I mean, normally when I, when I look at that scripture and I think about the feet of the bear, I think that that will be the main military force. And, and I think about, you know, moving that world government anywhere that it needs to go. Uh, through force because other scriptures tell us that's how they're going to do things. Uh, you know, through force they're going to 
keep the, um, stop the animal sacrifice, set up the abomination of desolation. The Antichrist is going to use his military to do these things. In the battle of Gog and Magog, which is also the battle of Armageddon, we see that um, Russia is one of the main forces there also that's leading that force down into Israel. So I've always looked at it that way. I haven't really looked at it from uh, a, an economic side, if that's what you're talking about, and being able to uh, you know, provide power for that. Um, I don't know. I'll have to look at that scripture more, but I've always looked at it from a military standpoint of the, the feet are the boots on the ground, the military force. Right, right. Oh, well, I love your guys' show. I'll let you guys get to other callers. I just wanted to put that perspective out there and make sure anybody else has that opinion. You know, just, you know, hey, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gene. God bless you. We always appreciate it when you call. Doug, and, and speaking of appreciation, that's one thing I appreciate about it end time and always have whether it be my grandfather or Dave or you or anybody that someone's communicating with, when someone asks us a question that we don't know the answer to, mm -hmm. we don't try to make stuff up. We do our best to tell you the truth, no matter what that might be. And so we will tell you we don't necessarily know. Now, if someone has a question that um, I don't think we will have the answer to, so I'll give you an out right out of the gate, Doug. Right. But um, Deborah's watching on Facebook. She wants to know if the angels bound in the River Euphrates were released in Turkey when that earthquake occurred? Well, I've had other people ask me that question. And the thing is, like you said, we don't know. Scripture doesn't tell us uh, exactly you know, when they're going to be released and if there's going to be an earthquake or anything like that. That's not in Scripture, so we don't know. What we do know is that when they're released, it, something about those spirits being released will cause men to begin that war and fight. You know, uh, other scripture like uh, the four horsemen in Revelation 6 and uh, where it's also in Zechariah 6, uh, we see that these are spirits that go out. These horsemen are spirits that go out and influence the mind of man in different areas of the world. So I've always looked at those uh, four evil angels that are bound in the river Euphrates. When they're released, they'll do that. They'll put in the minds and the hearts of men to start this war, this conflict, and try to uh, destroy one-third of mankind, or, or not to try, but to destroy one-third of mankind. And so to, to say that they've been released, we can't do that. We, you know, we, we just don't know. Uh, they are specifically released in Scripture to start this war. I don't see this earthquake being something that's going to start the war. So that's just kind of my perspective on it. So it's another one of those deals where it's like when we know, we are going to tell you and probably talk about it almost every day. Yeah. And absolutely. we'll be reminding people over and over and over again. Now, with the Euphrates River, there's also a prophecy that talks about it drying up. Mm -hmm. So does that have anything to do with this war or is that a separate event? It's a, it's a separate event. And I know that's happening right now in some regions, but it's happening because there's a drought there. And it's happening because of the, uh, some of the dams that have been used in Turkey to provide water to their people. With the, along with the drought, but that doesn't actually happen until the Battle of Armageddon. We know that that's not time yet because that happens at the end of the final seven years. Mm -hmm. And so that's not going to happen yet. Now, in the Middle East, you can if, <laughs> if it decides to rain, it can flood an area very quickly. Well, like Texas in that regard. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It's very strange how much... Israel and Texas are alike in their weather. But in that region, if it decides to rain, it can flood very quickly because there's not a whole lot of places for that water to go and it follows channels right down to those rivers. 
and I believe God made it like that so people would have water. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we, we could see that fill right back up very quickly. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ part two, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Some of you thought the rapture occurred, but it was actually just an audio malfunction, and we didn't hear the break coming up on us, so we didn't know to stop talking. So we were cut off, and that was what that was about. So sorry about that. Now, Doug, I love that commercial with Judy in it and Irvin in it, and I love the other one where Judy says End Time's not going anywhere, mm -hmm. and we are not going anywhere. In fact, we've totally redone our foundational series called Understanding the End Time. It's 14 lessons. It's going to help you understand Bible prophecy perhaps like you've never understood it before. And it's for people who are new to walking with the Lord and who have been walking with the Lord for their whole life or for 50 years or whatever it may be. It's designed for everyone no matter where you're at in your walk with the Lord. So I'm very excited to tell you that we have some... Um, uh, good information for you that's coming in March. I don't have it yet, Doug, but the good announcement is coming in March, so I'm very excited about that. I will tell you that it will start um, uh, releasing on End Time Plus before the actual physical DVDs are available. So if you are not part of End Time Plus yet, you need to go to watch.endtime.com to make sure you get the latest news and updates on understanding the end time because there's a great announcement that I can't tell you what it is yet, but it's happening in March and it's going to start with end time plus subscribers. So if you're not yet, that's what you need to do to be up to date with the latest information. All right. Okay. Now we were cut off there, Doug, like I said, mm -hmm. but I don't remember where we cut off and where we stopped talking. So have we covered everything we need to with the Russia thing? I believe so. I'm really excited um, that that's over with because it's not like China's putting spy balloons all over the U.S. Right. So we don't have <laughs> enough to worry about. Right. But seriously, some people are saying that there's an alien invasion. That's a legit thing that yeah. people are saying, Doug. Now, I know what you and I believe. Mm -hmm. 
We don't believe there's an alien invasion. Um, Chinese spy balloons, that's pretty likely. Yeah. So what's going on with that story? Well, this this whole thing, I mean, really, I didn't know about it till you started telling, sending me stuff on Saturday about it. I was at a funeral, and uh, and I started getting these reports about we're shooting down all this other stuff, and I'm going, what in the world's going on? So uh, it's one of those stories, you know, Vince, it's, it's interesting because um, the media is, like, hyping up this UFO story. Like, they're calling it a UFO. So when I think a UFO, I think of flying saucers, you know, like War of the Worlds type of situation going on. And that's almost like what they're trying to push out there. They're even saying that some of the uh, pilots didn't know what they were looking at, that they were strange shapes like octagons and cinder or what is it? Cylinder shaped and all this stuff. So anyway, uh, interesting stuff because when you look at what's going on, yes, we have shot down, what is it, four different things in the past two weeks, four different balloons. Three or four, yes. Uh, one was, they won't call them balloons. Which right, is, they're not calling it that. They're UFOs, Vince, you, unidentified flying objects. Which is really weird. So I was <laughs> raised, my dad My dad told me he was an alien all growing up, that he was from Shazbar. So that kind of gives you a gauge on how weird I am. Yeah. Um, I grew up around <laughs> UFO talk. Right. And I never heard it from the mainstream media. Yeah. Until, like, was it uh, the Pentagon released those files last year about UFO sightings? Mm-hmm. Um, and now people are using the term UFO in mainstream media, which seems insane because at one yeah. point you were aluminum uh, foil hat guy if you were talking about UFOs. Yeah, but now you're mainstream. Now it's, now it's a common thing. It's funny thing. how the things flip. It really is. But as far as China's concerned, now, yeah. now we've talked about China and World War III. Mm-hmm. And uh, what the Bible says in prophecy about this sixth trumpet war. Yeah. Now, we've talked about China boasting that they can form a two million man army. Right. If these spy balloons are from them, and if they can still form that, that uh, military, which we have no reason to believe they cannot, right. um, how likely are all these things connected? Well, you know, I mean, we're, I think they're very connected, Vince. I mean, they're collecting data for some reason. That's what these balloons are for. They have satellites on there they have different things on there that they can pick up different information and that's what it's been about uh even though you know i mean some people are saying that uh you know this is a distraction don't know about that but they're saying that these balloons were flying or these i'm sorry these ufos were flying at an altitude that uh, was dangerous to air traffic and so uh it's it's very strange some of the reports i I don't know if you're ready to go there or not, I but am. we've we've got a difference of a CNN video and then a Fox News video. I want you to see the CNN video first and watch how they describe it. Then we'll look at the Fox News. This hour, dramatic new details about the unidentified object shot down by fighter jets just miles off the coast of Alaska yesterday. Unlike the Chinese spy balloon shot down last Saturday, this object demanded more immediate action yesterday. Officials say it was flying much lower at 40,000 feet, making it a dangerous potential threat to civilian aircraft. But now we are learning that U.S. military pilots who approached the craft have given conflicting accounts of what they saw. This new reporting coming in now from CNN National Security reporter Natasha Bertrand. Uh, Natasha, so this is interesting. This is kind of unusual that these pilots 
saw different things, and that is sort of, I guess, adding to the mystery of all this. Yeah, not even the pilots apparently were really able to identify what they saw. And just to take you back for a sec, on Thursday, the uh, the U.S. defense officials sent F-35 fighter jets up to try to figure out what this object was that was flying around near Alaska. Those pilots, we have learned, have given very conflicting accounts of what they actually experienced, with some pilots saying that the, the object interfered with the plane's sensors, other pilots saying that they didn't really experience that, other pilots saying that when they looked at the object, they could identify no identifiable uh, identifiable propulsion system, and they did not know how it was actually staying in the air, cruising at that altitude of about 40,000 feet. So this is all added to the Pentagon's wariness of describing in more detail what this object actually is until they can get more information uh, through the debris that they are recovering right now. And what do we know about the efforts to recover uh, the wreckage of this second object? It looks like NORAD just put out an email a short time ago, and it sounds like they're trying to recover it. They did, and what we were told yesterday is that the object was shot down over frozen water, so it landed on the ice, essentially. We don't know what kind of condition it's in, whether it is intact, for example, but recovery efforts have been launched, and according to the Defense Department, they have been able to recover a significant amount of debris. Now, notably, they still don't know what this object is, where it came from, or even uh, what direction it was headed in or wh what direction it came from. It is just all very murky at this point, but they do say that the FBI is going to be taking the lead on analyzing the debris. If that sounds familiar, it's because just last week we saw that another uh, Chinese spy balloon, another, uh, I should say, a Chinese spy balloon, because we don't know what this one actually is, right. was shot down, also being analyzed by the FBI. But right now, there are just so many more questions than answers, Jim better that the FBI is going to check it out. That no makes doubt. me feel great. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, Vince, because as she's talking, she says this uh, another uh, Chinese balloon, spy balloon, was shot down. Then she corrects herself and goes, oh, well, we can't say that because we don't know what this is. Uh, it's, it's interesting because of their slant on this, saying that the pilots couldn't detect what it is. Uh, but all over the media, when you look it up, they're calling it a UFO. And so it, it is, if we can't uh, say for sure what it was that they blew up if those pilots really don't know flying f-35s up there uh, and they blew it up they it's an unknown flying object i guess so there you go but i wanted to show you that and now let's look at fox and look at how fox reports on it and who they bring in to talk about it okay. interesting contrast Back to the, the latest shoot down yesterday over Canada, let's bring in Lieutenant Colonel Darren Gobb, Army veteran and international military strategist. So, Colonel, are we witnessing a soft launch of a spy game war? Hey, Arthelia. Um, thanks for having me on again. And uh, there is some truth to that, I think. And let's assume for now that uh, all of this is from China. And this is them either probing our perimeter or testing our response. Uh, that is not a new tactic in warfare at all. And uh, it, I would consider it more of a continuation of Chinese spying and work in America, because we're, we're, we're seeing them buying up agricultural land, spying in, on our industries, on our trades, in our universities, you know, doing cyber attacks. And this would, to me, just be the latest in a series of things that China is doing because they've considered themselves in a form of conflict with the United States for decades. And uh, again, if in fact this is all China, uh, this is just more, uh, but it's just more public now than it's been over the years.
Well, there's no confirmation of who sailed yesterday's balloon, but China is flying balloons across our skies. What intel can China collect with these flying objects, and how can they use it against the U.S. and to harm us? Well, there's a lot of different types of intel they can collect from these balloons, and the size and the payload will determine that. Uh, but using American systems as a comparison, you can get uh, signals intelligence like uh, radios and other different types of uh, information transfers. You can get uh, uh, intelligence from cameras, camera payloads that can be that can read you know minute details from those from those altitudes. Uh, you can get what we call measurement and signals intelligence overall, which is uh, everything from looking at the ground to uh, you know, the construction of, of buildings and things like that. So uh, I think what we need to wait for is the exploitation of what we do capture for off of these three systems to see what they were capable of and then what they possibly did. Mm -hmm. And as you know, President Biden and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau jointly ordered the shootdown of this latest foreign flying object. If we are in a new combat zone, how prepared are we and our allies? I mean, do we need to change response and protocol? Uh, I don't want to get too much into the response and protocol mechanisms. I think it's always worth taking a look at to make sure it is right. Uh, one of my concerns with this particular scenario is if, in fact, everything that we're dealing with, again, is Chinese, then we are going to see constant reports of things in the sky now, and people are going to be calling that in. And we have to determine whether or not we respond to everything we hear or if we slow down a little bit and make sure that uh, we respond to the things that are necessary. Uh, for example, uh, I'm in Montana. I'm just mm -hmm. south of Havern, and there were already people reporting things in the sky over Great Falls again. I don't know if they were real or not, uh, but when you see a little and it's all, all over Montana, then people are just going to report everything they see. I think it's worth taking. So, I mean, it, it's interesting because they're talking more about what this, what this is. They're not hyping it up. They're not talking about pilots couldn't talk about, you know, what they saw. They couldn't tell you what they saw. It didn't mess with their instruments. They're telling you these are balloons. These are spy balloons from China. So the question, Vince, is are we at war right now? Are we at war with little green aliens? Are we at war with China? What What's going on? Because well, we get people that call about aliens, right? Yeah, absolutely. And email, and so we're saying it's not aliens. Right. It's not aliens. This is our enemies trying to gather information any way they can. And so I think maybe some of this could be a distraction for some of the other things that are going on right now. There's a whole lot going on. And I mean, some things we don't even talk about on here, uh, but they're out there. So just it, it's in, interesting. We're just going to have to to see what else develops from this once they recover those balloons. Doug, I'm sick of saying that. You know, I'm ready to say, here's some definitive answers. Mm -hmm, me too. For a Vince. long time, we've been <laughs> looking at things and saying, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. And um, they are certainly developing, you know, seeing red heifers in Israel, seeing mm -hmm. uh, the Euphrates River being in the condition that it's in, seeing rumors of wars and all the things that are occurring, you know, it's, it's giving us the information to know that the second coming of Jesus is very near. Yes, it is. But I'm ready to say, hey, that was this that's ha that was prophesied in the Bible. That was prophesied in the Bible. Right. But we aren't there yet. We're not ready to go there. Right. And uh, so what happens next with this alien invasion or Chinese spy balloons? We're not exactly sure. We're going to see. And then what's going on in Ohio, Doug? Mm -hmm. That and uh, we'll get to your calls on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere.
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love for you to give us a call. If you have a question or comment about today's topics, we've talked about the U.S. Embassy in Moscow telling uh, U.S. citizens, whether you live there or are traveling there, to get out of Russia immediately. We've told you about the um, quote-unquote alien invasion that some are saying is happening which is more than likely more Chinese spy balloons and how that might be connected with all this World War III talk. And of course we um, have some connections from Bible prophecy that we've shared during that time. And then there's this Ohio thing, Doug. We mm -hmm. get a lot of people asking us about train derailment. Um, some are calling it a mini Chernobyl because of what's going on. Yeah. You know, is it one of the trumpets? You know, all these questions that come when <laughs> crazy things are going on. Yeah. And so, um, I think the outcome of that conversation is going to be similar to some of these others that we've had today, <laughs> but I guess we should wait and see. Yeah. Before we get to a video that we think you absolutely need to see, uh, I want to remind you that we have a tour coming up in Israel. We have 30 spots available. Um, they won't be available forever, so if you're interested in going on tour with us, where uh, Dave and Jana and Doug and Tina will be leading the group, You'll be having dinner with them. You'll be going to the Temple Mount with them. We go through the Upper Room and in the Garden of Gethsemane and all these different uh, locations. We'll travel literally all of Israel, and you'll get to do it right alongside Dave and Doug and their wives. It's going to be a great time. You can go to endtime.com tour or give us a call at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Uh, Ask for Jana or Brittany. They'll be able to help you out with tour information. And then also we're trying to help raise money for the Jewish community and the Christian community in Turkey who have been impacted by this earthquake. They've literally lost everything. They're starting over. Some are in intensive care due to their injuries, and some just, they lost their home, and they had to dig their family out of the rubble. Uh, it's been quite a mess for so many people, but we're personally connected to the Christian community. We're connected to the Jewish community through our relationship with the Jewish agency, who we have been connected to for almost a decade. And so uh, they are trying to raise $150,000 for the Jewish community. We are trying to raise another $150,000 for the Christian community that we're directly connected to. And so if you would like to give to that, if the Lord is laying it on your heart, go to endtime.com slash turkey, or you can call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463, and uh, tell the person on the other end of the phone that you want to donate to that cause, and it will go to help the Jewish community and the Christian community in the affected area. 
All right, so this Ohio train rail situation, some are wondering what's, if it's prophetic or not. We're going to talk about it before we get to the phones. Again, there are open lines, 877 n times the number to call. And we're going to go to a clip that we think you need to see before we provide commentary. So let's check it out. They want you talking about issues that don't matter. This is one that really matters. There, and this is not hyperbole, this is not an exaggeration, but there is a smaller Chernobyl happening right now in America. It could very well be a domestic Chernobyl. That's not an exaggeration. So what is going on in the great state of Ohio? Listen carefully, everybody. Ten days ago, a freight train derailed near the town of East Palestine, Ohio, right on the border with Pennsylvania. That was bad, as several of the train cars were carrying deadly chemicals on them. Three days later, so last Monday, work crews intentionally released the chemicals on these train cars and set them on fire, saying that if they didn't think that there was a risk of mass massive explosion occurring. The local population were all evacuated and told that they could die if they didn't leave. This all happened with remarkably little attention from the national media. They're more worried about whether or not Jack Smith is going to subpoena Mike Pence. But some onlookers are saying that this could be one of the worst environmental disasters in American history. After a few days, officials said the air quality readings indicated that it was safe for locals to return home. But the locals are saying it definitely doesn't seem safe. They're describing a a pungent smell, a repugnant smell in the air that is giving them headaches. I'm going to say this. I'm not an expert. I trust the government so little. If you live in this area, everybody, and you have the means or the capacity, get the heck out of this area. I'm telling you. My default setting now is the government is lying to you. And I'm telling you, I think the government is lying to you. Get the heck out of there. Man. The government says it's fine, but there are unverified claims circulating online that people's pets and livestock are dying in the vicinity. Other people claim to be picking up an unusual chemical smell dozens and even hundreds of miles away. The chemicals being burned, vinyl chloride, that, just, that sounds pretty bad, is used in the creation of PVC pipes, and it's an extremely powerful carcinogen. Meanwhile, one of the products when you burn vinyl chloride is phosphine gas. Yeah, for you war historians out there. That was the chemical weapon used in the nastiest, dirtiest, most brutal war, World War I. That's phosphine gas. It's literally a disallowed chemical weapon, according to the Geneva Convention. What is currently being put into the air in Ohio is no exaggeration disallowed as a chemical weapon because of the Geneva Convention. If you put this, we, we bombed Syria when Bashar al-Assad used a type of this, this type of gas. Sorry, it's phosgene gas. Making everyone even more suspicious, a reporter with News Nation was arrested on Wednesday when trying to cover a press conference given by Ohio Governor Mark DeWine. What is going on here? At a minimum, this shows little trust on our public officials. They say it's safe to go back home. Don't. I'm, I'm telling you, I do not trust the government. Please go stay at a relative's if you can't have the means, the ability to do that until we really know what the heck is going on. So he covered a lot of, you know, what's going on there. And it, this has been going on for a while and nobody's talked about it in the media until just recently because everybody kind of uh, found out about it. One of the weird things about this story, Vince, is the very area where this happened, they actually filmed a movie there using a lot of the people living in the neighborhoods of that area in the movie. And guess what the movie's about? It's about a train derailment that explodes this chemical into the air and 
harms all these people. It's kind of a, a comedy. It's called White Noise. Uh, and so I, I saw an article that CNN put out. They were talking to some of the people uh, that were there, and they said, this is exactly what we acted in this movie as extras in this movie uh, whenever they filmed this. And so, Well, how it, did it end? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I have no idea. But it's just strange because many times uh, art, you know, it's the same thing as reality in our world now. It's like, it's very strange when you hear things like this. But to be right there in the same town, of course, there's other things going on. There's uh, chickens that are dying. You know, of course, we know some of the things that have been happening with chickens Don't lately. get me started talking about my chickens. I know, man. and they're not, you know. I had so, one die on Sunday. Well, I'm... I don't know if it was and because had, of this. And I've but, had feet issues. but Well, there you go. There's a lot go going on today. right now. There's a lot going on. Like I said, a lot going on. And so, anyway, this is very strange. And then they arrested a reporter that's trying to report some information uh, right before the conference starts with the governor, and they escort him out of there. I just wonder what exactly his report was reporting. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are strange about this. We're going to continue to monitor this and try to find out more information. But just yesterday, there was train derailments in Houston, Texas, that had a an explosion also, I think, with some chemicals. And then uh, where was the other place? South, South, Carolina. South Carolina. So, Which I've learned that train derailments are fairly common, more common than I had thought they were before all this. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't typically carry such harsh chemicals that are right. being derailed but the train derailment thing is fairly normal and so it's kind of weird now as far as bible prophecy goes doug people mm -hmm. are wanting to know what do we see in the bible yeah. around what's happening here this is where i said at the beginning i kind of feel like maybe we're going to land where we've landed on some of these yeah. other stories i mean there's nothing in scripture that tells us about train derailments in ohio <laughs> But the the, the Ohio thing, doesn't make it. In the doesn't Bible make it again. in the Bible again. <laughs> Sorry, Ohio. Uh, but I'm from it, Indiana, so it's like I'm. Yeah, you know, not a Ohio fan. That's how we're raised to be. But right. But you know, bottom line, uh, Charlie Kirk kind of hit it there. Hit the nail on the head. Is he doesn't trust the government and what they're telling him. It was the government's decision to burn the stuff. Right. It, it didn't explode on impact and cause this to happen. They set it on fire. Yeah, saying the, that it would be safe. It's the, it's the safer route than to... Right. Because it, it will explode. I think it, it's flammable at 8 degrees. Mm. And so in order to prevent a huge explosion that could look like this image behind us, if right. you're listening on your radio... You'll it did. If you see some of the images, it did it, look like yeah, that. Yeah, it was it huge. It was very strange. But So, so <laughs> it's not in Bible prophecy. We have nothing right. to say from a Bible prophecy perspective. Right. But people should know what's going on and Absolutely. know what's happening with... You know, I would think that this would be a very serious situation. Yeah. We obviously haven't had uh, reported deaths like what's happened in Turkey. Right. But the whole world has responded to try to secure what's going on in Turkey. Mm -hmm. um, to my knowledge, before um, we finish prep on the show, we don't even have federal government in there now. That may, be, that may not be accurate right now, but there's a lack of response from our government, yeah. uh, which and seems odd considering how serious this could be. Yeah. And we've talked about how much money and manpower is being spent on the Ukrainian war machine, mm -hmm. but yet humanitarian aid, it's not happening. So yeah. what are we doing in this country? What are our leaders doing in this country if we're pushing for war and not peace and helping people who are in need? It's just, it's a strange place that we're in the United States right now. So, Well, Doug, we have at least time for, we have time for at least one call before mm -hmm. we have to wrap up the show. Right. We'll get to as many as we can, but... Uh, Joe is listening in New York, and we've 
kind of got to take Joe's call when he calls. So. Oh, yeah, because I need some uplifting <laughs> encouragement. Yeah, well, you look good. I'll say it before he can get on Thank and say you. it. Thank you. Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. You guys look good as always. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> yes, that's what's in my heart. But, um, I'm, you know, you guys don't give me too much time. There's so much that you're talking about, but I want to get right to the point. What has come across my heart in the last few minutes listening to you guys we are the body of Christ. We are not of this world. We got to stop harping too much on the, the evil and focused on the good because that's what's going to encourage the body to intercede, to pray. That's our job. We are God's kids. We are supposed to pray, right? Everything on TV, forget about it. It's, it's, it's all nonsense. It's crazy. It's distractions. But here's some good stuff. I don't know if you guys are aware of the tremendous revival that is starting. It started at Ashbury University in Kentucky. We're it's aware. Spreading, mm-hmm. spreading to, to many college campuses. That's what we have to be interceding, that the spirit of the living God who lives in us, who is to lead us to know all truth. We are not children of the darkness, as Paul said. We are children of the light. We are to lift up the light and be sharing that because we need that. The world's going to grow darker and darker, and a lot of people can become very discouraged. We who are the children of the living God ought to have encouragement. We ought to talk about and reveal the negativity that's going on. Why? Why? Why should we know this? That we will pray. We are not of this world. We're not going to go get machine guns and rifles and start flipping out. The world is going to do that. But we are children of the light, so we have to spend more time encouraging one another, encouraging, look, when we hear the good stuff, be lifting that up. The bad stuff, we're going to be bombarded wherever you, you know, the nonsense, this deception with balloons and aliens. Joe, Joe, you've got 10 seconds. We're, We're right up at the end. I love you guys. I love you guys. Tell everybody to take the Jerusalem Prophecy College courses. We need, we need to educate people with the scriptures, and we need to listen to Holy Spirit, who will lead us to know all truth. Thanks for I your call, you Joe. Guys. God bless you. Doug, you've got yes. 10 seconds to wrap it up. You yeah. can't go like Joe. You, you right. really have 10 seconds. And folks, just keep your eyes on Jesus. I mean, he is the one that controls everything. And when the chaos is around us, Call out to the name of the Lord and just focus on Him. All this stuff going on is just the devil trying to make you scared. Amen.